to another episode of Drinking by Stormlight, a podcast where we read high fantasy and drink mid-tier wines. <laughs> this week, we're going to continue our way uh, into the Stormlight Archive with the next book of the series, Words of Radiance. You stole my line. Oh. Oops. My line was Words of Radiance. Next book in the series. Words of Radiance. Wow. <laughs> this, yes, and to get through this next book, we've got, oh my gosh, say it for me, I'm going to butcher it. Mandra Rosa, Chardonnay Laguna Secha. Yes. Okay, I looked it up online. has a 3.7 rating Ooh. out of five. Okay, so a solid C. Okay. Like a C plus? 74, honey. Uh, maybe even a D at this point. <laughs> yeah, uh, but go good. ahead. Yeah, yeah. All right, and it's about $11. Nice. $11. I did notice that you uh, gave me half oh, dear the liquid. Lord. Yeah, so this book is awful, Jeffrey. What? <laughs> Get out of here. so bad. So I poured more for me because I'm going to need more wine. <laughs> Very good. Well, how about cheers? Cheers. You can see what this bad boy tastes like. Okay, so we're a little different today with the white. Oh, yeah, we did a white wine. And, uh... You don't like white wines. Not usually, but this doesn't really even taste like anything. It's like grape juice. It's fine. Like a little bubbly, spritey orange yeah, juicy. I don't know. It's not bubbly. It's not bubbly, but it's got like a bright yeah. kind of a flavor. I feel like it. we've been doing red so often that my taste buds are like, this isn't red. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute, this is, uh... This, this is, is different. Not, this is like a... I used to drink whites. You know, forever real. Well, the thing with it is that you can't even really taste the alcohol in it, right? Because it just it it literally tastes, tastes like grape juice. I think um, drinking whites, though, because the red always like makes your teeth and like mouth go purple. It's the uh, really? price to pay for delicious things. I know. Drinks. I really should go back into whites, but it's going to take me a while. Well, since you gave me a drop, I'm going <laughs> to need you to fill this one up. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Let's discuss Let's discuss the book. All right. So how far did you get this week? Okay, I got to, I was originally supposed to go to chapter six, and you were like, you have to go to seven. And I thought, cool, I'll go to seven. Was that, a then, good, was that a pro tip? No, it wasn't. What? Then I thought, all right, I'll continue to go to eight. Oh, God, I just can't do this to myself. And then stopped. <laughs> all right. All right. So what are you telling me? Is that so far the book is just maybe not that great for you? Okay, it, it it's fine. With the a sip, a another sip on the thing. You fill the glass, lady. Fine. What are you? What are you the, the booze police? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> this is a podcast about drinking I'm and fine. reading, and you sorry. gave me a sip. Sorry, here's the bottle. Yeah, that's uh, better. Just give me that bottle. Give it to me. I'll take it. Bottle. Yes, thank you. Anyways, so it's I, cheap bartender. Right? I just. The la- I think the last book, it did the same thing. Like, it starts out so slow. Ah, uh, yeah. And uh, I thought, like, oh, we're done with the world building. And then somehow, somehow the setup, it's not world building anymore. But it's it's setting up, I guess, the last ten pages of this book to make to make you appreciate the last ten pages. Uh, yes. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. And, and it's um, also what I set up Shallon's arc. Shallon has to have a whole thing. This is her book. Who? Shallon. Or Shallon, oh. excuse me. Shallon. Yeah. Okay. So you said Sean. No, ooh, yeah, no, Shallon. Okay. Yeah. No, she has a whole, she has a whole arc. Yeah, but so we gotta see, do that. I don't like her. You don't like her yet. You're gonna like her a little bit, but you're not gonna like her that much. Although this book, she is nice. Yeah, I like her in this book. She has a couple moments that really do shine in this book, and you're, you're 
going to be like, what? oh, this is nice. She's I'm not going to tell you and spoil those awesome moments. Uh, when I say awesome, I mean they're going to be like chuckles. Mm-hmm. And I go, huh, that was, that was a chuckle. I have, I have a couple theories about her, which I think I was reading to you and like asking you questions and you were like, stop talking to me. Well, what are your theories? you want to go over those now? Or the no, 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 because we I don't think it'll make any sense if I just tell you my theories now. Oh, okay. So you just want to go through the book? Let's go through the book. So overall, what would you say this by? What is this by? One out of ten? One. It's a one out of ten so far. I'll be nice. I won't play one. <laughs> That's worse than the wine rating that we got today. The 3.7 Yeah, I would rather drink this bottle of wine. <laughs> well, fair enough. This bottle of wine is pretty good. Okay, so in the, uh, the good old prelude... Oh, were you going to say something? Uh, no, I just... Go I ahead, let it out. If just, you got hate in your heart, I let just, it out. I, I, I like his books. I, well, no, I don't like his books, but I don't... I don't... <laughs> I feel bad not liking it. I feel Don't awful. feel bad not liking it. You just started. Okay, just start. it, it'll get better. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what? I just, Maybe I'm just tired. You know what? You could be tired. You got three kids, you know. I got vaccines. You got a vaccine. You got all kinds of things going on. So don't, don't feel bad about it. You don't have to like everything that you read on this book. It'll get better. The beginnings of these books always are a little slow, and they kind of pick up. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, for the prelude, starting this thing bad boy up, we go back to the, uh, the good old feast. Yeah, the prelude. Pre- prologue? They call it a prologue. I'm sorry. What am I calling it? Prelude? Prologue, prelude, yeah, it's the same thing, isn't it? Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. Different languages. Banana, banana. Yeah, Greek, <laughs> French, whatever you want to Yeah, anyway, uh, Greek, Latin. Anyway, so in the prologue, we go back to... Six years ago. The, six years ago with the feast. So you get to see from Jasna's point of view, which is... Or Jasna. Now people say, honestly, I'm going to keep messing that up. I'm going to say just Jasna from continue. now on. I just, I just the way I've read it. We know who we're talking about. Fine. Uh, so this is where... Um, She's walking around. Oh, Jasmine is basically like, it's kind of cool because she's basically like the spy master. Yeah. Of, of the castle. So like nobody kind of suspects it, but she's got like a spy ring that she maintains and she's got that, the weeper lady on retainer to kill her brother's like wife. Esedon, you remember that? She's like, oh yeah, just watch her. But if I want you to kill her, I'll, I'll let you know. And then, uh, she, but she's also making her like look into other people who want to kill people in the family so that, like, yes. if someone asks her to do it, she'll pay her more just to get information. And well, She said, I'll pay you double to not do it or something. Yeah, hey, let me know if someone wants to kill me and I'll pay you to not kill me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, it's kind of cool because I think her name is Liz the Weeper. She has this thing where she kills people with a shard blade and people don't recognize that, like, well, people wouldn't expect that because she's a woman who's having a shard blade because it's manly arts like, fight people and their eyes get gouged out when yes. she kills them. So then she has to, like, pluck out their eyeballs so nobody can know that like they got assassinated by Sharply. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice touch. Because that would be something that an assassin would do so they wouldn't be found out like in that world. It's mm-hmm. kind of a cool little touch because I wouldn't have thought about it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so her shadow goes the wrong way. We find out Jasmine. She pops into Shades more and Jasmine is just being Jasmine. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know? She has no training. No, no idea what's going on. But somehow she's like, ah, I'm going to soul cast this thing. Boop. I'm just making platforms and shit and the little ivory is like wait what this lady is seriously and like they're the fighting or something and then like poofs her back into whatever into the regular world and then what Jasmine like just kind of shrugs and she's like huh that was weird anyway I got a meeting and <laughs> she goes down and like tops the list and that was that was wild this is a classic Jasmine moment uh ooh and then so usually with, when it comes to these prologues he likes to throw in a lot of like heralds so there were a couple dudes talking angrily 
to each other. The, the, king, was, the king was in there. The king was talking to Amram, right? So Amram was, was involved with Gavilar on something. But this is something else I was talking about. It was where Nail and Kalak, who are two heralds, were talking about this Ash girl and how she's destroying these statues. And Ash, when she's doing the statues, is Shalash, which is the Herald of Beauty. And she was that same lady that you saw in the last book's interlude who was carving out those pictures of herself in the paintings when they were talking about the Nightwatcher yes. and stuff. So that, that's her they're talking about. She's like, oh, are we going kind of crazy? Like, she's going around destroying these statues. Like, what's wrong with us? Like, I thought we would be better, and we're not. It's getting worse. Like, they're, it's just to give you an idea that, like, the Heralds are kind of going insane. Right, the, the the opposite of what they intended to be, and it's kind of giving you a little bit of like throwing that out there for you, so you can kind of see what's going on. It's pretty cool. Keep that in your back pocket. Um, oh, and then they say something like, "Oh, Seth is using our Lord's own blade," which kind of gives you a hint that like Seth's blade that he's using is like the head herald's blade. So there's something to that. Which you probably should think about. So yeah, these prologues are all full of like little things so that he just kind of seeds in. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I remember none of that. What? <laughs> you remember none of that? Well, it, yeah. Would, would, you li- would you like to know what I said? Yeah, what did you say? This <laughs> <laughs> sound... <laughs> Oh, the king was handsome. <laughs> nice. Quality. <laughs> Quality literary uh, uh, commentary. <laughs> They did say that, right? Like, Gavilar was handsome. Yeah. And Dalinar was kind of, like, ugly and kind of, like, brutal, brutal, brutish, brutal. Yeah. That's funny. Wow, honey. He's handsome. Look at that. Good to know. Uh And and I was like, oh, yeah, um, the uncle was a drunk. Dalinar was a drunk. Yeah, he's a drunkie. Okay. Drunkie moto. But, um... I guess will come in handy later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll set up a lot of his backstory for yeah. Oathbringer. Did the next it one. say who Jasna was hiring to kill? Liss? Yeah. She hired Liss to, to watch and possibly kill Acidon? A- Acidon? A- Who's I don't that? Know. She's Elicar's wife. Who's, you know, she's the she's queen now. Oh. But Elicar is, is, you know. So she has her on retainer to maybe kill Acidon. Oh, okay. I forgot that. I know A-E is in like old English. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the A ah in hat. Mm-hmm. So when I read I go acidin. Okay. But it sounds like ass. Yeah. So I don't know how to pronounce that. Other than like acidin maybe. I don't know. Okay. Um, my favorite my favorite Jasmine quote was in this one where he's like uh, no this is the tiresome part of the feast where the conversation grows louder but no smarter and the company's drunk and then uh, it was a gavel alarm. It was like many people consider this thing enjoyable and Jasna's like, well, many people, unfortunately, are idiots. <laughs> I just thought that was classic Jasna. Hilarious move on her part. Anyway, so moving on to uh, chapter one. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Shallon and Jasna are just basically just chilling on that boat. And they don't have a lot to do. Oh, nothing. Uh, nothing going on. But I think they have like a couple days after the end of the last book. So this is them on their way to the Shatterplanes, right? Yeah. They're on the boat just trying to go tell everyone about these uh, parchment or whatever. And so they have a lot of time to kill. And so you just get some backstory and character development for Shallon. Um, you get to Shallon finally sees Pattern, who's her friend. 
patterns of swirly imagey thingy. Oh, was that in this chapter? Yeah, and she's like, oh my god, what the fuck is that? And then, like, everyone goes to her, like, what, what, what's going on? She's brightness, she's like, oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh, okay. oh, I'm just kidding. Um, and then they, they, this is a little bit of foreshadowing with her backstory, where they say, like, um, she was, what did she say? Something about, you know, I was afraid to step in the darkness, but now it's kind of like something I do. And then, was it pattern? Someone said, you always knew, but you just won't let yourself remember. Okay. So it's kind of showing you that, like, Shallon's got some issues going on, a mental she blocks. She killed her dad, so yeah, I'm sure she's got some issues. She killed her dad. Oh, yeah, they told you that in the last book, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, so she's, like, repressing a bunch of stuff. Of course. Like, in her brain. And then, um, the thing is just some backstory about Shadesmar being the cognitive realm. Kind of how I was telling you last yeah, time. Yeah, there are three realms or something. Right, yeah, yeah. And, and the cognitive realms where the Spren basically are. Yeah, they give you some, like, Spren backstory, and I think they have more to do with the, the overall story, for sure. Right. And then I think this is where Jasna, does she say that Adeline's going to marry her? Yes. So this is where you get your little romance, baby. Look at that. Yeah, and I you mentioned a triangle, so now I'm like, oh, there's definitely going to be a triangle between Shallon, Adeline, and Kaladin. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I, know. And Maybe. I was like, oh, good. Okay, so now they're finally, finally going to the... Shattered Plains. The Shattered Plains. Gotcha. Oh, and this is where uh, Jasna kind of tells Shallon about how power is, like, perception, and it's an illusion. Like, she yeah. says something like, oh, hey, look, I got tons of money, but I don't really spend it. You don't see me, like, throwing money around. People just do what I tell them, because mm-hmm. they think I'm the, to the daughter of the king. Right, and she, because yeah. I think Shallon's, um, not, like, a, not, I don't know, jealous, envious about how, like, beautiful Jasna is. Right. Yeah. Which anyone would be. Yeah, of course. Because like, Jasmine's clearly... I mean, I don't see what she looks like, but she's clearly, like, gorgeous. Well, they talk about how beautiful she is. Yeah. Yeah. And how regal and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, basically... Well, Shallon is a light weaver, so her thing is that she can make illusions. And mm-hmm. so, like, this is kind of set that up. Like, Jasmine's saying, like, hey, look, power is just an illusion. So that you don't think... Because when I was reading this, I was like, oh, man, is she just, like, a... Like, she just makes illusions. That's kind of lame. You know? It has to be more than that. It has to be more than that. But, like, Shallon's kind of... This is kind of setting up that an illusory, illusory mm-hmm. magic is actually kind of cool. Because it's... They it plays an actual power. back and forth with, I guess, the background of all of the power, weren't they, in this chapter? Oh, they're talking about surges and stuff. What was a surge binder? The surge binder is basically, like, a knight's radio. Was this, explain to me what that is, though. So you have surge binding, and you have void binding. And <clears throat> so each little order of these little knights have the ability to use two of the surges, right? So, like, Kaladin can, have, I think it's a gravitational surge where you can, like, fly around. Yeah. It's got one of his lashings. And the other one is, like, sticking things together, adhesion. Okay. And so, like, but he shares both of those surges with one other. So there's, like, there's a map that kind of shows there's ten orders mm-hmm. and ten of these surges, and everybody can use two. So, like, for example, Jasna and Shallon can both soul cast. Mm-hmm. Soul casting is a surge. But then, like, they kind of differ because Shallon can also... Uh, They've got one other thing they can do. Yeah, they got one other thing they can do. Shallon's is uh, illumination. illumination, which is illumination magic. Yeah. <laughs> and she shares that with somebody else. But... Shallon's order, illusory stuff, is her primary one, mm-hmm. and her secondary one is soul casting. Okay. But she kind of shares it's a with weird Jasmine. Theory that so I kind of think that 
Shallon and Kaladin are the radiant. Yeah. Whatever, brought back to, I, I think they're supposed to fix it somehow. Okay. I don't know exactly how they're supposed to fix it. Um, but, or, or they're like polar opposites and Shallon is like the thing that almost is, so you have like Kaladin who's like this magnificent human being, right? Yes. And then you have Shallon who's not. So there, so there's some sort of like opposites. And I, f- I fear that she's going to be the destruction of everything while Kaladin is trying to like, I don't know. You are really close to what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And it's amazing that you got that already. Like, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was really before, thinking like, it. And I was like, it feels like they're setting it up that way. Well, I mean, what, what do they call Shallon's friend? What? They called Shallon's friend a, a cryptic. Yeah. But what else do they call it? A lie spren. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. And what is what is Kaladin's spren? An honor spren? Yeah. It's like she lies. Like lies. Yeah. yeah. Kaladin's spren hates lies. Right. But I fear that they're going to be like buddies and it's going to, or something. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. So they're, yeah, I would say you're, you're pretty close to something, but I don't think that. I don't uh, have it yet, but it's. Okay, okay, I'll get it. Okay, all right, you're close. You're getting there. Okay. I couldn't remember <clears throat> if this was the chapter that they were talking about. I'm sure it probably was. It doesn't matter. Um, so then uh, we're moving on to chapter two with bridge four again. Oh, this is another setup. Oh, but it's cool. We get bridge four chilling. They get the tattoos. They're settling in. Great. Yeah. Yeah. How it's the beginning of a book. I know. Yeah, there, were, there were years between I, these I two think, books being released. Because I went in straight from reading the epicness of the end of the book to this. Oh, they're just sitting around getting tattoos, uh-huh. you know, changing clothes, and you're like, no, Sadius just fucking murdered half of the PayPal. <laughs> Get him! What are you doing eating stew? Kill Sadius! Yeah. No, I, I get it. Okay. Um, so this is where they, uh, what, they, they, they get tattooed on their foreheads, and Kaladin's Stormlight won't let his, like, stick? Yeah, but I don't understand how, he, how like, I understand that the tattoo, like, the ink won't stand, but then how did he get the... Slave brand. The slave brand. So his healing, because he's storm, he's, he has Stormlight that heals him. Yeah. And Stormlight heals you based on, like... I don't know if they ever actually get into this, but basically, like, how you perceive yourself, oh, okay. it, it brings you up. So there's a lot of symbolism here. So like, he perceives himself as a slave, and he's still perceiving himself as as dangerous. Like he he doesn't because he constantly is like, oh, I'm not this, I'm not that, I'm mopey, blah blah blah. Like he hasn't made a step to be like whole with himself yet, and so the the fact that that. Freedom tattoo, the bridge four isn't sticking. It's, it's basically symbolism from a literary sense. So does the brand finally go away then at one point? You have to keep reading and find out. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, his self-identity is how that healing works out. Okay. So, like, if you don't think... That's kind of strange to think about that, yeah. But that's how strong mind works. Okay. Because, <clears throat> it, it it, like you said earlier, with the cognitive realm stuff, mm-hmm. it's a lot of it is, like, your perception and how you think something should be. It's how it works. Interesting. Yeah. Um, 
so this is where they're basically saying, oh, you guys are the Cobalt Guard, but like, well, no, we're Bridge Four. We're not your Cobalt Guard. You know, it's like don't don't have people joining our group trying to get close to you because we're Bridge Four first. And then we're, we're very clicky. Yeah, we're a click and uh, whatever. You can't sit with us. Yeah, but it's also cool because like, it's a bit of a microcosm of the civilization that they should be building, right? Because they accept everybody into it who has like struggled with them. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of struggling, obviously, with these societies, and it's going to bring people together, including people from the parchment, right? So Shen, and they had some, the tattoo artist wasn't going to give him a tattoo. He's like, I'm not going to tattoo these dirty parchment. And the bridge were like, no, you're going to tattoo him, blah, blah, blah. So like, showing that he is still part of the group, despite being a separate I wonder if that will help them later down the line. Well, I don't know. Especially because Shallon is saying the parchment of Voidbringers. Yeah. And this guy's like, oh, hey, I'm on your side. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, probably a bit of a thing. Yeah, I'd imagine. Um, and it's also kind of cool because, uh, you know, Bridge 4 was initially a death sentence. Mm-hmm. And now it has, like, all this cool stuff through Kaladin. You right. Know? And he's getting some notoriety, finally. Like, he's walking around, like, random people are giving, like, Bridge 4 sleuths. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, hey, look at that. But, of course, Kaladin can't do any of that. Because he's Kaladin. You know. <clears throat> um, anyway, so now we're going to... Chapter three. Uh, it's called Pattern. Um, yawn. Yawn. See what oh. I mean? Yawn. <laughs> this is where they're telling you about Pattern. His her about little, pattern. Her little patterns. Friend. But then they also explain what Spren are through Jasna's like realm of atheism. I, I'm sorry. We have to. Um, so she says that like what? honor. Something about like how honor was an ideal that was thought up by men in the cognitive realm, mm-hmm. and that gave people their search because men thought it up, mm-hmm. as opposed to like seeing honor as the reason for that in the search binding. Okay. Which is hilarious because Jasna is like a fucking radiant, yeah, with superpowers, and she's still like atheist about everything. It just it blows my mind sometimes a little bit, but I guess it makes sense. She she is continually convinced that it's a completely natural phenomenon. That the spren and that these superpowers come into human beings, right? When like maybe it's the other way around. Anyway, so there's just something interesting I thought about was that you know it's just Shallon explaining it in her way, and uh, I thought that was pretty good writing from Brandon's point. I mean, I know it's kind of boring. I know. But like, hey, you know what? If you're gonna write an atheist talking about something, this is this is exactly the way that she would talk. So I thought it was pretty cool, especially because I don't think Brandon's an atheist at all. I think he's pretty hardcore Mormon, so like to be able to write from a viewpoint of somebody without having that belief is actually I don't know, takes kind of some skill. Without like strawmanning them or making it, them seem like an idiot. It's not his fault of the writing. And the, the writing is fantastic. Yeah. I mean this is how the first one was, right? I know. They had a lot of setup and whatever like that. <clears throat> okay, moving on to good old chapter four. Yeah, yeah. So this one's where they're at the Pure Lake in Dalinar's vision, right? Yeah, and they're fighting some demons, right? Yeah. And uh, it's pretty cool. So, like, do you remember the Pure Lake in the last book? Yes. They didn't have any mention of that Onyx Fortress. And I remember telling you, like, the Pure Lake's going to be important somehow. And I don't know why. Yeah. So in this vision, they have this, like, huge Onyx Fortress pop out of nowhere. Right. And you're like, well, what the fuck? That's not here. Where's that? Mm-hmm. Did it just, like, blow up? Like, this is going to be a huge deal. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking that that's what I meant earlier. Was like, it's going to be important. I don't know why. Because he so drops it's it. It's nice to know that everything he says pays off later. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yes. Um, and they talk about how Spren that are touched by Sija Anat. Sija? Mm-hmm. Sija Anat. Sure. 
because they, they say, oh, look, the Sprint that are touched by Shah not are corrupted and they have like the red eyes. Oh, no. And they like run around and do stuff. How are they, how are supposed to kill a Sprint? It's just, like, it's not like a thing. What? Why did you ask me that question? Because aren't they attacking the Sprint? They're trying to find one of the Spren and, and isolate it. That's an amazing question. God, I hate it when you read these things. Why? Well, because, you know, eventually that might be a thing. Okay. Anyway. Sorry. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so then you see a thunderclass for the first time mm-hmm. where that giant rock monster comes out of the ground. Mm-hmm. And you're like, holy shit, that's a giant rock monster. That's awesome. And that ties mm-hmm. back into, like, the first prologue where you had, like, giant rock monster carcasses all over the place. And you're like, what are these giant rock monsters? And, well, that's it. It's just a spread goes into the earth and makes a giant rock monster. Super okay. cool. Super cool. And then, uh, uh, well, I think this is where Downer talks to Honor. And Honor says something like, I didn't make the orders of Radiance. That was something that the Spren did, trying to copy my powers or something like that. And I thought that was interesting because... That's basically a response to Jasmine's assertions earlier. So they're both true. Honor didn't manufacture the ten orders with the two surges. Honor, Honor is, is God. The God oh, Honor. okay. Yeah, yeah. So like, he's not. He didn't make it, but they still manifested themselves in accordance with like how Spren would have thought that Honor worked or something like that. So like, Jasmine's right and Dalinar's right. So it's kind of like a weird, cool thing. Hmm. Anywho. Uh, and then this is going to also bring up the f- countdown. 62 days. 62 days. Until the Everstorm. Right. So he was like, that old Dalinar said, like, you, we need to send out the um, the memos to the the other high princes so that they can get on board with our plan. The memos. The memos. <laughs> I forgot what they call Don't them. forget to put your cover sheet on. TPS <laughs> 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 <DPS> reports. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is how stuff is going to work from now on, you know? Yeah. I think he has a little bit of a Cause he's got a t- urgency. Yeah. you got two months. Because I think he had a plan where he was going to, like, slowly, like, slow roll out. And then he's like, oh, no. Just just tell it to him now. We'll deal with it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I yeah. I forgot what they called it. Oh, you mean, like, the Uniting the High Prince plan? Mm-hmm. Where they're going to, like, have Adeline just, like, kill a bunch of people in duels? No, they were like, oh, we're going to follow these rules, and you have to follow these rules, and there's no more of, like, you are going to go by yourself to go get Jim Hart. It's like, we're oh. all working together to go get Jim Hart. Yeah, that happens the next the next chapter, but you're right. Yeah, that like, spurs we'll them on to do that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get that happening. Yeah. Yeah, we'll start the plan. Because he's freaking out. The interesting part is that, like, they're saying to foresee the future is of the void bringers. Mm -hmm. Wait, to see the future is what? Of the void bringers. So, like, the parchment, Mm -hmm. right? Or, like, the evil one. Mm -hmm. The void bringers. Odium. Whatever. And uh, and someone is seeing the future, saying there's 60 days until this thing happens. Mm -hmm. And we just heard about how Sia Anat can corrupt Spren. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's something that you should be swirling around in your head a little bit. So there's something to do with void bringers and Shanat and the fact that this guy, somebody, is writing on a wall to see the future and knows what's happening and is trying to tell everyone of this thing. Mm. Interesting. So, fascinating. So it's another little, like, beep, beep, little scene. Oh, I hope Kalanin doesn't lose. So. Why would you say that? Well, because I like so. Because little Tinkerbell. You can't lose Tinkerbell. Yeah. She's like the main character. So she can't be yeah. corrupted, right? Oh, she's good. Okay. And so this, uh, the next chapter, oh, that's where they talk about, hey, look, Jim Hart's now blind to the king. Yeah. And we're going to distribute that in our discretion. Yeah. And uh, you guys are just going to have to just do deal with it. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, okay, so their, their whole thing is, 
His name is. Tell, tell me God's name again. Honor. Honor. His name's Honor. I'm gonna put that together. So they're saying that God is honor, but honor is a man. So therefore, honor can't be God. So God is not God. Right, and he's right about that. Okay. So remember I was telling you before about how. So it's like, just like their thought of what God was. God wasn't actually. Well, he. So, how, how much in depth? How much lore do you want on this? I don't know. Five minute lore. I think I told you before. But no, there was an original. Give me an elevator pitch of lore. Elevator pitch. Progenitor God. His name is Adonazi. Okay. Like Adonai. I think I told okay. you this before. And then he got murdered. And then when he got murdered, he split into 16 different shards of himself. Right? So there's a person and there's a shard. The person can take up the shard and become like a God power guy. Right? You live forever, you have all the ultimate power, you live in the spiritual realm, you can go between the different realms and do your thing. So, 16 of these, and they're all named different things. Mm-hmm. One of them, his name's Honor, mm-hmm. and lives on this planet. Next. Right. So, when Honor is dead, or whatever, you can say, oh, Honor is God, and you're right, but you can say Honor is not God, and you're also right. Because on, the actual God is Adonalsium, but he's... Also dead. So he's a part of God. <laughs> he's, the, he's a shard of God. Of God. Yeah. Okay. Similar to how you had like ruin and uh, Is it similar to preservation and Jesus, Lord. God, and Holy Spirit. Kind of, I guess, but not really. Oh, no, no. Okay. It'd be like if uh, God died mm-hmm. and then sixteen ver- parts of him came out. One of them was honor. One of them was okay. You All know, right. The I other baddies you see. You can see preservation was one, ruin is one, because God is all the things. So he gets splintered into different intents. Anyway, um, so Dalinar says, look, I'm going to refound the Knights Radiant, and you guys are going to find it. I'm either going to fix the kingdom, reunite it, or I'm going to, like, like destroy your tribe. Okay. Right? And it's funny, because Sadius literally says later that he is going to forge a new Alethkar from Flame and Tears. Mm-hmm. So, like, it kind of shows how, like, Sadie and Dalinar both have the same mentality on this, but, like, Dalinar is kind of honorable about it, at least, mm-hmm. whereas Sadius is just, has his lust for power. Yeah. And Sadius' lust for power, it was, was symbolized by this, the said, fact, yeah, sorry. in this chapter, he's sitting there, he's looking at, uh, was it Oathbringer, the sword that Dalinar gave him for Kaladin? Yeah. And he was talking about how he lusted after the weapon. Who did? Sadius. Oh, yeah, yeah, But then after, now that he has it, he kind of feels hollow. Right. You know? Some, something's wrong with the, with the swords. Well, yeah. But, I, I, well, you're probably right on that. But I was thinking it was more of a statement on, like, power for power's sake doesn't fulfill you. Oh, for sure. You know? And, like, how other vices, like, oh, if you're, if you're just going after money, but then when you get it, like, there's you'll, no substance. It'll never be enough. It'll never be enough. Yeah, yeah. So Sadius, like, lusted after this thing, and then he finally has it. It's like... Oh, oh yeah. now what? Uh, yeah. yeah. And Don, I was like, <laughs> got that weight off my shelf. <laughs> yeah, I feel awesome now. I was, I was going to say, I find it ironic because they were um, saying that Dalinar, because I guess everyone kind of hates Dalinar for some reason and was like, oh, he always wanted to be king. I was like, did he though? I don't know. I, know, I think it's just be politics, right? Yeah. You know, like uh, if anyone did anything good, you know, in, in, in any kind of political sphere, your opponents are going to find some way to turn that against you. Right. You know. <clears throat> um, right. So the next chapter, um, 
and we can see how pattern is kind of growing like sealed it. So they give you a little like exposition on, on what pattern likes. He likes lies that are true. Uh, you see him like speaking to Shallon and, and showing up in three dimensions. And uh, I think she makes a scene on the main deck with like grass. And she kind of immediately shines away with it. So you kind of see her actually like naturally in the light weave. And she's making illusions and like everybody can really, really see it. But uh, anyway. Um, <clears throat> was this where she gets the book about Rose of Radiance? I think so. Now, is this... Does she lose that book when the, when the boat sinks? I mean, obviously. I don't know. Because it just poofs. Like, she never sees it again. It sinks, I don't know. Yeah. I was going to say, like, that's a typical, like, Brandon Sanderson thing. Like, like, oh, book. And this book is what we're reading the whole time. And then it's going to, like, tie in somehow, right? Because mm. he always does this. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he did it in the last book with, like, Way of Kings. And then now we have Words of Radiance, which is also a book. But it's kind of, like, refreshing to be like, oh, that book's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it does come into play later, but, yeah. Uh, and then they kind of start the overplot of trying to find this Erythru, which is this legendary city that the Radiance kind of found just another thing. So it's kind of planting a little seed there that might come important later. Uh, and then, ooh, chapter seven. This is the one that I wanted you to read to because it was like, it was awesome. I guess so. Yeah, this is the one. This is seven? This is seven, yeah. Chasna gets murdered. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. What do you mean you don't know how you feel about that? I don't, I just, I never trust it when the characters like that die. Mm. So I don't know. What do you mean you don't trust it? I just, but it happens to me every time where I think, like, there's no way that character died. And then I spend the entire book waiting for the character to come back to life. Yeah. You know? And so I don't know what's more disappointing. I don't know how to feel. So I don't know how to feel about her dying. Uh, is, is she dead? I'd rather, I, I would rather know if she's actually dead so I can, like, move on from it. But I also don't want to know because if, if I know that she's like not actually dead and coming back, it's going to ruin the surprise of her coming back. Well, he said, make sure. And then he stabbed her through the heart. And there was blood all over the place. Yeah. I don't know how else you could kill someone in a book. I, she's supposed to be a radiant. Yeah. Okay. She knows how to soul cast things. Okay. Well, she, if she was alive. Then why didn't she like soul cast them into like piles of blood or something? She's she's dead. She got stabbed. She's really dead. I'm not gonna tell you whatever, but she's she's, she's murdered. Dead. They said make sure she's dead. If she if she could have soul casted them, she would have been like, okay, you know how Shallon soul casted the know. boat I into water, I being a noob. Shallon could have been like her Jasna at least could have been like, you know what, I'm gonna soul cast these people into like smoke. So why didn't she? Because she got stabbed in the heart with a knife. I guess I just... <laughs> I don't know how she... How they got in and got so close to her. I don't... I, I just... I'm not okay with it. Oh, yeah? I'm not okay with it. Well, they didn't mention how she was like really exhausted and really tired. And it just seemed like a noob move from like the spy master of a house. Mm-hmm. It's like, let some newbies onto your ship and like not have background checks on them or like right. check them out or anything. And then they kill you. Yeah. It seems like a bitch way to go out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because she's like invincible jazz now. Also, I was I really like her. Yeah, like, why why awesome. don't I just kill Shallon? <laughs> don't care about her. Just kill her. I don't care. Jeez. 
kind of sucks. I know. This happened to me with Sherlock Holmes, though, when they killed off Rachel McAdams' character. And I was like, there's no way. Oh, my God. This is just like Rachel McAdams. And I was like, I love Rachel McAdams. There's no way they killed her in Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. Because it just happened so abruptly, and you go, oh, she's coming back. Yeah, this this happened so abruptly and so early on. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she'll go back in like a different kind of spirit. Well, you know, you were so bored the whole time, and then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, whoa, action? Whoa, whoa, Jack's Jazzadine? That's can't be real. Oh, yeah. I just couldn't. I couldn't accept it. shocking. I couldn't couldn't accept it. And then Sean gets away by turning the boat into water. Which is pretty dope, to be honest. I mean, it's cool. It just, you, you just drown everyone? I mean, I guess they were going to die. Anyways, she gave them a chance. No, they can swim. I suppose. Yeah. I think in the end she was getting like pulled down or something like that. Yeah, that's what it said. Yeah. She had pulled down by something to go under the water. Yeah. I don't was, know what that's about. Yeah. That was the end though. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Cool. So that's it, dude. First eight, first seven chapters. Yeah, first seven chapters. What'd you think? Do you have any other questions? No, Jeffrey. I did not like this book. <laughs> Solid one out of ten, huh? Jeez, uh, the base. Well, it's going to get better. So uh, there's that. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we have a child who just decides to monkey bar the little place. <laughs> so. Yeah. So you said you had some theories. I gave you my theory. What was your theory? My theory was the one about Shallon and Kaladin being like. The love triangle. No, well, I, that's not really a theory, is it? Oh, your theory is that, oh, right, 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 about how Shallon and Catalan are going to be opposites and one's going to be the destruction of everybody and yeah. Be whatever. Yeah. Uh, did it say that, like, on the back one of these books? Did it? I didn't read. I also like that Navani is the the letter that's being written at the beginning of each chapter. Oh, yeah. Navani. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Especially because, like, uh, some of them actually, like, immediately pertain to the chapter. Yeah. I... Like, uh, I'm actually reading these. Like how she talks about, I was unprepared for the grief my loss brought. Mm-hmm. Like, Gavilar's death was overwhelming, but this crushed me. Oh my god, I didn't even think about how Jasna's death is going to affect everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, she literally talks what about is Shaolin supposed to do? She's fucked. She has no idea how to get it. And her boat's gone. Her boat's how the fuck is she going to get the Shattered Plains? Oh my god, I yeah. didn't even think of that. She's destroyed. Her entire world just got ruined. She was supposed to marry Adeline, but now I don't think she's... Like, how is she going to get How there? is Adeline going to know? Because Jasmine's dead. Yeah. How is she going to get to the Shattered Plains? The boat is gone. How is... Jasmine had everything set up to help Shallon. Yeah, you thought it was going to be a boring little book where they just Lord of the Rings walking into Mordor, like, oh, do Gandalf has taken us through. Uh, but Jasmine's dead now. And now Shallon still has to figure out how the uh, hell she's going to do all this. I must have been really tired. I think I was really tired when I read it. I must yeah. have been. I was like, oh, really? Is she really dead? I guess she'll come back. Nah, she'll probably come back. Nah, it's okay. Well, Gandalf did come on. back, I suppose. But. Everyone always comes back. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Shallon is, so this is like the, the, this is the oh shit moment at the beginning of the book. Yeah. It's like, Jack, you know, like, oh god, it's almost like every movie you ever watch. It's like, look, if a guy has a wife at the beginning of the movie and everybody's happy, you know, like any action movie, they're gonna die. You know, like Conan the Barbarian, you know, his wife gets obliterated or. I guess he just really thought that Jasna. This was Shallon's, like, I thought Jasna might get her own book. I mean, I guess they'll do flashbacks with Jasna's book. You know? Jasmine gets her own book? She could. There could be flashbacks. You don't know. Did you tell me that Jasmine gets her own book? No, I told you that uh, Dalinar, Dalinar, Shallon, 
and Kalanin get their own Kalanin. book. And Who's then the somebody else gets a book. Oh, we don't know the other one? Yeah, we could just call it Napani. Okay. Basically. You said it was they switched or something. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, Shallon is in a pickle. Poor little girl. Really? I felt more bad for Jasmine. You know, I feel bad for me, but I had to read that. <laughs> From here on out, I think it gets a little faster. Okay. It gets a little better. Okay. I mean, they're going to probably throw out some more, you know, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, whatever, some heralds, references, some whatever. But it's going to get faster from here on out. All right. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be, like, because it's Shallon's, like, Arc. So they have to set up Shallon as an introductory character and, and get her to, now, get to do her thing. Now stuff is going to happen. Yeah, for sure. Okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to read the next stuff. Awesome. So any other questions? No. Any other theories? No. What are we going to read next time, sweetie? I'm going to I'm going to finish the rest of part, part one. Okay, cool. And then into the interim. Uh, what is it called? Interludes. Into the interludes. That's why it's a prelude, because interlude is like a prelude. Interlude, prelude, a prologue, interlogue. Oh, yeah, I mean, okay. Like, whatever. I see now. Musical, musical. You okay. know, instead of, like, going crazy. Well, I'm going to finish rest of part one, and then I'm going to finish the interludes, and then we'll... Awesome. So next time we'll do that. We'll come back to this. Cool. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, if you uh, feel free to reach out to us at drinkingbystormlight at gmail.com, as well as reaching us on Instagram at drinkingbystormlight. Mm-hmm. Um... Other than that, thanks for listening to the podcast, and feel free to leave us a review wherever you hear it. And uh, we're, we always love hearing from you guys. And uh, thanks for tuning in. See you next time. See you next time.